Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel, Star Wars, and everything in between. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping Secret Invasion, Episode 3, titled Betrayed, and full spoiler details, so if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And unfortunately, Tommy is on a mission up in space on Saber right now, so he will not be with us today, but we do have an excellent guest. It is a Marvel TikTok extraordinaire, CJ. CJ, how's it going? Hello, it's going good. I'm excited. Yes, very excited to have you here. Um, you know, I have spent the past couple weeks uh, being the number one Secret Invasion fan. This is a show that has worked really well for me. I have enjoyed every moment, and that is not going to slow down this week. Uh, another great episode, in my opinion. But CJ, I want to get your thoughts. What have you thought about Secret Invasion as a whole? Overall, I like it. I This was one of my most hyped Marvel projects as of like the middle of phase four. I was like, Secret Invasion is what I want to see. And I'm a little underwhelmed, but I don't dislike the show. It's just like I, I built it up so high in my head that I feel like what it's going to be and what it is would just not touch that. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people and Tommy I think has touched on this a little bit. Like I, I feel like he wanted he wants it to be more of like a like a world event, right? Where it's involving all of the superheroes and you know because I feel like the comics were a lot more like that, and this is much more of like a low key like you know it's more of like the Cold War <laughs> uh, yeah. is the best way to put it. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just, you know, it's dark. It's gritty. And uh, that's kind of what I needed from Marvel these days. See, I was with you until you <laughs> dropped the word gritty. Because <laughs> gritty has been used to describe this show so much. And while I will agree it's darker than I feel like a lot of, especially the recent projects, I'm not I'm not feeling the grit. Like, it's, it's a lot. And I feel like, you know, we got... Hill's death and that shock value of, oh, they killed a, a big character. But I feel like the payoff and it just hasn't, I haven't, I haven't felt that grit yet. So I think the big thing for me is, and we've talked about like the evolution of Nick Fury, but I feel like there is, I think it's specifically about his character. He seems like he's holding nothing back at this point. Um, like, uh, we'll get to it. There's a point in the episode where they're interrogating this guy and he just shoots them in the knee. And like, that's like a, that, like, you don't really see like our heroes doing stuff like that. And he's like, he's saying stuff like this. Enough of this bull. Like, I Nick Fury's is out here doing the damn thing. And I love it. I, I do enjoy Fury. And I feel like the Fury is just Samuel L. Jackson now. And I think that that's great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy. I'm ready to get into it. This okay. is good up. All right. Well, let's dive into the episode. We'll go scene by scene here. And we open here on an interesting one. We get this character. I, I don't have his name written down, but he's been, he's been in every episode thus far. I did like, I didn't take the time to learn his name because I didn't realize he was going to be in every freaking episode, but he's the dude with like the hat. And, uh, you, you know, I think he like kind of showed up there looking, uh, you know, he showed up with uh, Gaia in the first episode to join the community. And uh, he seems like he might be in a, over his head a little bit because he's kind of like questioning some of the stuff going on here. But um, basically, Graphic is like getting them to go on a mission. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how we start uh, things. Yeah, I don't know if you have any comments on that. We're going on a journey. Yeah. That's, that's about it. 
<laughs> okay. So, but uh, I think more uh, importantly is something we get immediately after, which is Gravik, who is meeting with his little council in front of their big super scroll machine. Um, and yeah, he's basically describing what we had all theorized before uh, the concept of the super scrolls. Um, what do you think about this? What do you think about the introduction of uh, this big plot that they're putting together with the super scrolls? I, I'm excited to see more of it because I feel like we've gotten one little nugget and I don't know if you've seen this still because I don't remember if it was in the trailer or if it was a spoiler thing, so I'm not going to say it, but there was a still of the stuff that makes up the, the super scroll. And so we're seeing bits and pieces of that now and I can't wait to reach the final form, for lack of a better phrase. Um, yeah, so here's the thing with the trailers, because, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and there's something else in the trailers that spoils something else that's going to happen. And I know Tommy is, like, rolling in his grave right now up in Saber because he is anti-trailer through and through. Like, he's like, if you watch it, it's going to spoil things. And I'm always like, oh, come on, get over it. But he's right. Like, there's a, like if you go back and look at some of these trailers, especially in context of the things happening, um, like, you can figure a lot of stuff out. Um you know, about characters that may or may not be dead or alive. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll touch on that when we get to it. Uh, but yes, yeah, the, the, the trailers. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel? Are you, are you pro trailers? I typically watch the first one and then maybe if there's a teaser after, and then after that, I'm, I'm out. I learned my lesson. We're good. I've seen enough. I'm excited. I get the gist. Let me let me get to the show. So I don't even follow like I Secret Invasion did a lot of um, Twitter promo for the show. And I didn't follow the account because I, I don't want to see all the clips that they release up until the, the dropping of the first episode. But they did some cool stuff there that I was like, oh, man, I missed out on the fun because, yeah. you know, I was trying to dodge the spoilers. Yeah, it's tough because like you want like I, I always use the I always use the, like a uh, comparison that like. Like the trailers and stuff, it's kind of like celebrating Christmas before Christmas, right? Like the actual show is Christmas, but like, you know, you still want to put the tree up a little early, you know, like you want to, you want to get in the like Christmas spirit. And by like not watching trailers, it's like, come on, you're like, it's like half the fun right there. But with that being said, um, the, these ones suck so <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we're going to get, uh, we're going to get super scrolls here and um uh, this is he kind of starts laying out his plan a little bit. He's trying to infiltrate the Navy to strike against the UN. Um, there's gonna be a, a submarine involved, and I got I was immediately triggered, you know, with like the Ocean Gate stuff going on recently. I was like, I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's not gonna be great. Uh, luckily, that turned out okay though. So, <laughs> yeah, Gravik made a comment while he was having this discussion about wanting to destroy the human race. And I'm so, because up until that point, I'd been kind of on board with him as a villain, like with, or an antagonist, you know, he's a bad guy. Cool. I can get behind this. But that specific comment of like, we want to take over earth and we're going to start by just bombing the whole thing. You're building a new home by destroying what would be your home. Yeah. And that's it just feels stupid. And I can't back a stupid guy. Well, my my argument's been like, you know, 
how many other like livable planets are there in the MC? Like we see them in Guardians. Like they go visit planets. Like there's like un uninhabited planets that you could just go and start. Like you don't need to like genocide this entire planet to like have a place. Like it seems like a little overcomplicated. And depending on how how much damage is done, the planet might not be livable after everything's over. So I don't, what is your through line? What is your goal here? Do you have a backup plan in case they start bringing out the nukes? Like, mm -hmm. we, 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 we're not thinking too far ahead. And we probably should be. Some people just want to watch the wor world burn. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, next here we get a flashback um, to Fury, and he's basically, he's meeting up with his wife that we found out he had, and here he calls her Vara, and then later he calls her P Priscilla. So, like, genuinely, I don't know what this character's name is. <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, yeah, it's just one of the two. <laughs> Jump in between the both of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to stick with Priscilla, but I, because I, I like the name more, but okay. Um, but I think the big thing that I figured out here was, and I, I look really dumb last week on the podcast because I was pretty convinced that Fury didn't know she was a scroll, but I think it's pretty clear now that he, he's known. So, <laughs> uh, did you, I mean, was there anything there? I mean, was, was I really dumb by thinking that? I don't think that it's that it was a, a silly assumption, but uh, I I definitely was not in that camp. I was I'm listening to the episode and you're like, yeah, what if he doesn't know? That's going to be like a good twist. And I was like, oh, I don't think that's the route they're going. <laughs> and then, you know, the up came out. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's that. And OK, so we'll go back. We get back in like actual time here where he's with um his wife and he's watching like um the mcu's version of fox news and like that one dude from like the scroll councils there and she's not ha she's like why are you watching that uh so i don't know that was kind of funny but they get into a lot of conversation here about like him leaving and obviously him also leaving during the blip and she's kind of like you know you weren't and i was like i was not your priority right and Nick doesn't really do anything to make her feel otherwise. And now I'm just left wondering, like, is Fury just a, like, a, I mean, clearly he's a bad husband, right? Oh, very much so. But I feel like Fury's <laughs> just also a bad friend. Like, he is not <laughs> dependable in yeah. the way that you would want to depend on somebody of Fury's status. And it's sad to watch because I feel like every episode now, we have seen somebody who was close with Fury, be like, bro, you let me down. Why would you do that? Or they, they get into it. And it's just a cycle. And I hope that, you know, by the end of this, he can maybe show his buddies who are still alive. Hey, guys, I'm here for you. It's just so weird because, like, I don't, like... <sighs> Why? Why would? Why wouldn't he want to come back to his wife? Right? Like, I, it's just like, I don't think he actually likes her. Like, that's my that's my theory now. I don't think he actually likes his wife. Like, uh, I think he really enjoyed his time away on Saber, and like he comes back and now she's mad at him and he doesn't like that either. And he's not even defending himself. So I don't know. It's not a good look, Jerry. You know what? I'm now curious if there's something to be discovered there within the fact that she's a scroll but like she took on the body of somebody 
who Fury was like, oh, you look nice, da-da-da-da-da. And maybe that helped him mentally bridge a gap. And now, you know, he's been in space. He's been hanging out out there doing space things. He's like, wait a minute. Scrolls are still scroll. I'm like, this is, I don't know yeah. if I, ooh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's some regret there. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, <laughs> yeah, very, uh, it'll be interesting to, to track this relationship. And she uh, she's very defiant. Uh, you know, there's a comment she made like, uh, you know, I, I've gone back to just being myself now. And I'm like, hell yeah. Okay. So good for um, her. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to uh we get uh we got a graphic who is waking up uh Gaia and he's basically concerned about somebody who ratted out their uh location and he's very much like it's it was you, right? Like he's very sus of Gaia at this point. And honestly, I don't get why, like, she, like she's in his inner circle at all. Like, it, it's very clear, like, she's done a lot already to, like, lose trust. And he's also, like, skeptical. And also, like, when he talks to Talos later, it's clear, like, he has no good intentions for her. So it's like, I don't know. But, like, she's, like, his right-hand man. I don't know. This, it's a very weird relationship. <laughs> Again, like everything this guy is doing, it's just a little bit like we're not thinking far ahead, buddy. Because why is why is your best person like you're one of your closest allies, somebody who's related, like the daughter of Talos, like he he's working with Fury, and you thought, yeah, I trust her. Let's bring her into the circle. Let's tell her all the secrets. And obviously, you know, we kind of kind of see how that goes. Yeah, so graphic is not not batting very well as a villain, um, but um, he basically he says they're gonna go parlay with Talos, and uh, Gaia rides along and she gets some information about the sub, which is called Neptune, and a flight number. And she's the whole time she's like texting, like she's like I'm just getting this information out. So she's definitely a rat here. So. Um, they end up going to, I don't know, what is this, a museum of some sort? Yeah, I thought it was an art museum, but yeah. then there was like history posters. So I was like, I have something. It's a museum. Yeah. Um, gra graphics very dramatic because he's looking at like the statesmen of World War One and like, you know, he's like trying to like draw comparisons there, but I, you know, he's, uh, is what it is. More of graphic, like just being dramatic, I think. Um, but uh yeah so he, this is where he meets with talos they sit and they are drinking tea um and talos is but talos's whole thing is like just stop killing like no more killing please like he's not asking too much he's like so. guys this is a simple request can you please do that no i'm building our new home by nuking it all <laughs> yeah and then again graphic has this line he said you should be grateful i haven't sent your daughter back in a body bag i'm like why are you like again like this is like the person you, you drove here with like i thought y'all were buddies like i don't know it's i guess he's just trying to get to talos a little bit and here's the other thing talos uh uh has a very short fuse because anytime somebody mentions gaia he's like you know he's ready to fight like and we get it here where he when he says that, Talos comes over the table, grabs him by the shirt, and then I actually love this moment when all the people in the area stand up and turn into Gravik, and they're clearly scrolls. So, 
It's a great scene. And it's something I'm happy that it didn't feel ruined by the trailer. Because that was one of like the trailer scenes. And we got to that room and I was like, okay, this is where this happens. But I was still very invested in that moment. I was like, wow, whoa, whoa, cool. Well, it gets so heated and then it just like it stops so suddenly. And uh, yeah, I, I, I did see that in the trailer. But luckily, like I have a very bad memory. So like when it happened, I remember it, but I wasn't expecting it. So <laughs> uh, there's that. Um, was there anything else notable in this meeting? I guess uh, uh, we also see him use his powers for the first time when he gets yeah. stabbed in the hand. Yeah, he gets straight up, which I think is is very cool on on Talos's part because after you know seeing oh I'm surrounded by scrolls and you know he brought he brought backup he still goes for it mm-hmm. he's yeah. not he's not gonna back down and I think that that was something that in Gravik's mind he's like wait a minute this guy's this guy's kind of serious I thought I thought I had him on the ropes by bringing up his daughter and now yeah. oh my hand oh no yeah um yeah, I don't know. It's it's almost like Talos has nothing to lose. I think it, it's almost like he's already resigned to losing a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, again, like he's he's doing these things that seem very risky, and it's like, well, you know, what can I do at this point? He's gonna blow up the world. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, anything else in this? Uh, I'm trying to check my notes here. Um, uh... I mean, do you want to talk about what the thing probably is? Like, what that power probably is? So, I think I know, but I'm I'm not... Do you do you feel like you know? I think it's Extremis. Yes. Yeah. And I... Um, and I... Because uh, we saw that on the, um, the screen when Gaia was, like, snooping around. But um, tell us about Extremis. Okay, so the thing is, I'm very rusty on Iron Man 3. However, that's in why Agents I asked you to Shield, do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, in season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there's like a character who gets, I don't remember if he's injected or if they attach it to him or what, but he gets his powers from that as well. Uh, so I'm more familiar with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s version of Extremis. And it's just generally like a, a power boost. I feel like the ways that we've seen it have because it's kind of split between Marvel television handling it and Marvel Studios handling it and the Marvel Studios version was older. It's a little it's a little gray, but, you know, healing a little enhanced strength. Yeah, just general like yeah, power boost. I will say like. Um, because the comics and the little I know of the Super Scrolls is they were originally they originally stole the powers of the Fantastic Four, and obviously the Fantastic Four are not in the MCU just yet. So it's so it seems like they're trying to do powers that are similar to um, the Fantastic Four, and I guess Extremis would be like the Human Torch ability um, because that's what I remember of Iron Man three and that power was that like you know they. I don't know if it was exactly fire, but they were like, you know, like, a, I don't know. I think like if it wasn't treated or handled properly, yeah, igniting yeah. was just kind of a risk. Like you were going to okay. overheat and then die. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. There's the, there's your Marvel history for everybody here today. <laughs> we did our best. Um, yeah. So um, Talos ends up leaving here and this is a moment where he bumps into the sky he drops a cell phone. He's like, oh, this is yours. Uh, clearly from, but it, there was a really, 
this scene just felt really weird because like Talos is leaving and then Gravik is kind of trailing him. And then Talos walks by their car next to Gia. And I thought maybe they switched places at that moment. Um, did this feel weird to you? I did not notice a thing. Okay. I was just like, oh, we're going, we're going for a walk to the car. And now he's getting in the car. So I, yeah. I don't know if I missed something or if you're just really reading into it. But either way. <laughs> I think I'm just paranoid with the scrolls because like literally anything can happen at this point. So um, yeah. But no, I, I, I think the ending of this confirms that they did not switch places. But it was definitely something I thought was a possibility. Um but let's see here. So this is where we get uh, Talos and Nick meeting up next. And um, yeah, I'm sorry. Nick did you just say Nick? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I called him Sam last week. So <laughs> this, I'm, this is a step up, I think. Yeah, I got to be careful. Don't want to piss off uh, Fury. Um, but yeah, so basically uh, Fury is meeting with Talos here asking for help. And Talos is a big baby. Talos is like wanting an apology, like really wanting him to beg. Yeah. I don't know if there's like some like power struggle there that he's I like. Think, I think there's been a power struggle there. Like he's got a, his, his ego's a little bruised from the whole thing on the train. He's like, mm. listen, this is my time to get a couple licks in before we have to go be buddies in a second. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He, he's, he's taking his opportunities where he can get it. So, um, yeah, they end up working together, but um, we get a lot of different information here. We get a confirmation that uh, the phone was from Gaia. Um, they talk about Neptune, which is this British sub. Also, Nick calls Sonia uh, uh, for some information. Are you a Sonia fan? Olivia I, Coleman's character? I like her. I like yeah. her. She's. I don't really have super strong opinions. I feel like this was a good episode. Like, last episode and this episode have kind of shoved her higher up and like oh i'm i'm interested in what she's doing but yeah she's cool i'm a fan she's like the british nick fury <laughs> <laughs> that's so silly <laughs> yeah so um yeah uh but she's also she's upset about the spy cam that he put in her place so that came up um, but they end up talking about uh, Commodore Robert Fairfax, and uh, it all leads them to this naval base. And um, this is where uh, I, I really I think this is kind of where it gets dark and gritty a little bit um, because they kind of go hard here. Uh, Talos plans on sneaking into the naval base by like uh, taking the uh, appearance of Robert Fairfax, but he's very quickly figured out. So um, yeah, this is where Talos, Talos like. He takes one dude down and they fear he like kills people here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just, like he's just, he's shooting people. I don't know. It's just you don't see this a lot. They're they're not playing playing games with this show. I do appreciate that they are willing to pop up, you know, hit like actually take people out as opposed to just, oh, I decked somebody and now they're laying on the ground for five hours. And it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's enough to to get away. Yeah, Nick Fury doesn't have like a taser, right? I feel like that's <laughs> he doesn't have the taser bracelet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so what? Uh, any? Do you have any comments about? Uh, they're kind of they infiltrate this place. There's this kid in there. He's playing video games. I was kind of confused because at first I thought this was like the Naval HQ, but then it turns out to be. It seems like somebody's home. Yeah, but... it's it's the guy's house. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and no. they just, they pull up and it, you know what? It's bizarre how conspicuous they are. They're like, Talos is a scroll. He can mm. transform into whatever. And he does for a half a second. And then it's just like, oh, well, we're busted. Let's just go. And I'm like, you couldn't transform into another guard. Yeah. Maybe like do something to kind of sell it just a little bit more. It was just, oh, one guy saw me and now we're blown. Yeah. And well, I that's the thing. Like... They they took out those guards and then they went in as themselves. And it's like, you could have just started started over from square one there. But it is what it is. <laughs> Who yeah. was going to know? The child playing video games? Absolutely yeah. not. Yep. So <laughs> not the child playing video games. Um, but yeah, so this is where uh yeah, stupid Talos ends up getting kidnapped here and this and he figures it out because uh like you said, he's called Nick, which nobody does that. Is that true though? Like I feel like people call him Nick. I the Nick was not the tell for me. Um okay. it was just the yeah, uh, this is the room that I'm in on this floor, <laughs> third door down. I was like, that's strangely specific. So yeah. when he's like, nobody calls me Nick, I, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good point. Um, but yeah, he and, uh, Fury grabs the kid. I mean, he's like, uh, he's prepared for this. So do you think the kid finished playing his game before before Fury snatched him? Or is he like in the middle of a match? He's got teammates on the mic. Yeah. Bro, where'd you go? No. Fury's like, pause it. And he's like, no, it's online. You can't pause online. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sucks. But um, yeah, so they end up uh here and um okay, what happens? How did they <laughs> reading my notes here? How did they it get out starts of like chopping scenes because we're jumping That's from right. the house to the to the submarine like home base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the guy in the submarine made a had a good point because they get orders to shoot down this like UN flight. The dude's like, "Are we sh like this is kind of a big thing? Like they don't do this like they this guy's probably never shot down a plane before, and now he's being told to shoot down like the UN plane." I feel like yeah, as a like training exercise too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly uh I, I wouldn't have bought it either i think i would have been i would i'd have some more questions um but yeah so um let's see um yeah they're, they're questioning him some more this is where he shoots him in the leg we get the Enough of this just shoots him um <laughs> i love yeah. that you made that an audio cue to just have ready yeah yeah, I mean, Nick Fury, Nick Fury is ready. I mean, he's is like a... You earned all this smoke, brother. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun with uh, all this the Samuel Jackson sound clips. So, um, yeah, we get this one too. Everybody gets one. Nobody gets two. So I try to use them in uh, where I can. But um, so another thing that happens here is this dude, Bob... Uh, Fury keeps calling him Bob. Um, he's <laughs> he makes the mistake of bringing up Gaia, talking about you couldn't even keep your your daughter's loyalty. And uh, if you know anything about Talos, when you don't do that, because Talos just shoots him in the chest, so like he's not he's not gonna have it. Yeah, no, he's over it. He's like, listen, somebody already threatened my daughter once today. Mm. It has not been. It, it, it has no. You know what it was? It was the day before because he was getting breakfast. Mm, Never mind. Okay. Scrap. 
Twice in a 48-hour period yeah. is still a lot, though. It's a lot. <laughs> Reasonable response. Can't blame him. Yeah, so... I will say, like, like he's still they were still trying to get the termination code from him when he killed him. It's like I, I feel like they could have tried a little harder before he just, you know, because like that thing was gonna go down if they didn't figure something else out. Like it just, uh, I don't know. They could have they could have tried harder. It was it was a risky play, and yeah. I don't think that risk was very calculated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is where, and the other thing is, so they do have another way out of it uh, to get the termination code. He ends up calling Gaia and he's like, you need to go back. And she does some crazy stuff here. She goes to like the memory banks and like goes back and finds out the code. Um, but it completely blows her cover. So Talos like really messed up because um, we see the ramifications of this later. Um, so he really screws Gaia by killing this guy. Um, although they did stop the the sub though so i don't know <laughs> they saved a couple people but you yeah. know you can't save everyone although yeah. i do find it again odd that you know all of these people are scrolls they can be whatever and she just walks in as herself mm, yeah because i feel like if nothing else could she not take one of the other people who's like working in this building? So it would still make sense for her to be there. Cause I understand she's a higher up. She probably has a little bit, a little less people are going to be suspicious of her presence, but I feel like there's just, there's gotta be someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and that's the thing. They did make a comment in episode one about how like they kind of stick to one person and that's who they're comfortable with. But like, in a moment like this, it doesn't really matter about comfortability. You just want to make the smartest move. And, uh, and this is, I think this is, might be the biggest problem with secret invasion is because like just the concept of the scrolls creates like so many different plot holes because every single situation can be handled by turning into somebody else really. So. Yeah. And I understand some things I'm willing to hand wave, but something like this when we see how this ends up, was very easily avoidable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, she sends the code. It's code Zachary. Does that mean anything? I don't think so. Oh, uh, that was the, the child's name, was it not? Oh, okay. I knew it had to mean something. I was like, uh, that makes sense, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the kid's name. And also, this is kind of a, a backtrack. But the fact that the guy, like Bob, scroll Bob, was mm -hmm. worried, like actually negotiated with that child as like, yeah, give me the kid back. He's a scroll. That's not his <laughs> actual kid. Why is he fighting for the kid? Like, just let the kid die. And then he also could have killed Talos and it would have been fine. So do and we know that? Do we know he's not a scroll, though? I mean, we don't know for sure, but, but either way, I feel like because I don't think we're going to see real Bob again. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even if, if if he turns out to be a scroll, there was still something there. I feel like that we could have explored a little bit more. Yeah. Again, like just by the the manner of having a scroll just opens up so many questions that like, uh, yeah, you're going to find something to, to, to nitpick for sure, uh, unfortunately. 
But um, yeah, so Gaia is escaping here on a motorcycle like a badass. I love Gaia. Um, but yeah, she is immediately stopped and uh, Gravik has figured it out and she just, he shoots her. Um, at first he tells her to turn around and she's like, no, you're gonna have to do it to my face. And then he shoots her. So is Gaia dead? Is the question. Absolutely not. <laughs> for for more reasons than just, oh, we've seen things elsewhere that would lead one to believe she's still alive. But the fact that she specifically said, oh, I want you to look me in the eyes. That's very, I'm wearing a vest. And that's like not even considering that she could have taken the Super Scroll serum. Is that what we're calling it? She went in the Super Scroll machine. Um yeah. She could have just had on a bulletproof vest. Yeah. He just shot her straight in the chest like a normal person. He didn't go for the headshot. So she could be all right. Yeah. Also, you don't cast Amelia Clark just to kill her in the third episode. Like, there's so many things. She's got too much. She's got, like, the literal armor, but she's also got plot armor, I think. So Yeah. She's fine. <laughs> uh, sorry if we spoiled anybody. But it's literally in the trailer, guys, unfortunately. So... Yeah, she's coming back. We'll just let you know that now. Um, so we are ending here on an interesting one. Priscilla is going to a safety deposit box, and uh, she's got a key. She opens it up, and she pulls out a gun, and uh, someone calls her to meet her at St. James in an hour, um, but she wants to hear from Gravik. So we kind of get confirmation that she is in on something here. Something suspicious. You know who's on the phone? Who is that? Oh, do you do, do you not I have a know. thought? That voice didn't didn't ring any bell. It sounds a lot like Colonel Rhodes. Oh yeah, it didn't. It did. I didn't uh, pick up on that. But I am very much Team uh, Rhodes as a scroll, so that makes That's, sense. Yep, another point in the Rhodey scroll theory bucket, right gotcha. there. Oh my goodness! And what are they gonna do? Are they pulling off another attack here? I don't even know because I I don't want to think that she's like all evil. Mm -hmm. I feel like her issue is with fury. It's not necessarily with all of humanity. And yeah. I feel like that could be a point of contention, say episode five of like, oh, we think she's bad next week. And then two weeks from now, she's like, but actually I like humans. Yeah. Yeah. I think she might be doing it for attention. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, like Fury, you're not gonna leave again because I'll blow up the world. She's like, maybe he'll come home now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but yeah, that's kind of the episode here. Um, any? Uh, did we miss anything? Any anything from your notes that uh, you wanted to touch on? I feel like we we covered it for the most part. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. it was a good week. It was. I really am enjoying the show. Um, it's just a nice change of pace for me, and it's also like. It's what I wanted from uh, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Like uh, this, oh, wait, is that a take you didn't like? Wait, did you not enjoy Captain America? Like, were you underwhelmed? I was underwhelmed. <gasps> I, I don't know that I hated it, but it, I was definitely disappointed. Ouch! <laughs> oh no! That is that is that that hurts. I feel like I'm not the one with the hot take here, though. I feel like a lot of people are a little disappointed. I feel like we run in two very different circles of Marvel <laughs> fans because I feel like that, for the most part, I, there's some people who are like the spy stuff is weird, but that's more so across the board. They're not really into 
any of the government agency stuff. They just want to see our favorite heroes, you know, causing mm -hmm. chaos and wreaking havoc on New York. But for the people who are kind of into the spy stuff, I feel like the Winter okay. Soldier is pretty up there. Okay. Fascinating. My eyes have been opened. So wait, is that is that like your favorite show? Because now I'm curious. Is oh, like one of your favorite? Would oh, you're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? <laughs> oh yes. I thought you were talking about Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, that is what I. <laughs> well, <laughs> too. Well, I called it. I called because at the end of that show, it, the title changes to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I think, right? I'm pretty sure I remember that correctly. I so I wanted to call it by the right name, but I see now that that's confusing. They changed the title card, but like on paper, I'm pretty sure yeah, the show is just Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That, okay. I'm <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. I didn't, I didn't hate it. No, I love Winter Soldier. Days, but it was a little, a little underwhelming. Yeah. I feel like we could have, you know, we could have adjusted a couple things although i give them some some credit just because of all the last minute rewrites that they had to do mm. because of the plot and then COVID happened and they were like we can't do a disease plot anymore <laughs> so uh throw some yeah. things together and call it a day yeah uh no that's fine. i still want to know though what is your favorite mcu show Ooh, okay specifically like of the the official like disney yes. plus shows yes you wanted to say daredevil or something i guess it sounds like uh, it wasn't gonna be daredevil but oh, okay. you're on the you're on the right platform oh uh, interesting <laughs> it's not iron fist either no jessica jones um <laughs> okay <laughs> of the disney plus i think i would give it to wandavision but that's very it's a little shaky because i do hate what they did at the end but i feel like the the watch like the initial watch and what that was, it was something so special. It was a moment. And Ralph Boner can't ruin that. <laughs> I'm not going to let him taint that that show for me. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Hawkeye guy. I really like Hawkeye. Good. Oh, look at him up there. There he is. I squished his oh, bow. But... No way. And I have, uh, I have Kate Bishop. We're showing off pops to the people who are just <laughs> listening to the uh, audio version. Um, but yes, um, CJ, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, so one thing I didn't warn you, but uh, I like to close the show this way. Um, but, um, I'll give you some time to think about it. We like to do recommendations at the end, basically something else that you've been watching or reading or listening to something you want to leave the audience with to tell people to check out. And I'll, I'll go first, um, because I'm going to talk about, um, a movie I saw recently, which was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And if you are, first and foremost, let's go ahead and recommend all of Indiana Jones. If you're listening to this, you're not an Indiana Jones fan. What's your problem? Especially if you're like in the Star Wars and Marvel universe, like it's the next thing. It's right there. So you should definitely be involved in Indiana Jones. And a lot of people don't like Dial of Destiny, but I just want to say it's a lot of fun. It's an Indiana Jones movie. They're doing some weird stuff. If you can accept that, if you get past it, you're going to have a lot of fun. Harrison Ford is still great. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in this. She's incredible. Um, so if you're like on the fence with the Indiana Jones stuff, uh, check out Dial of Destiny. I think you'll have a good time. So it, now, uh-oh, uh yes. Is this a pl safe place to confess that I've never watched a single Indiana Jones film in full? I mean, it's better than saying you hate Indiana Jones. So um, that's okay. 
Right. You should go watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, though. It's I think it's the best one, and uh, if you like that, then you can continue on. But Raiders, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's like a classic movie. All right, I'll I'll put it on my list. Okay, and that's I why was... we do these recommendations. Now maybe you have something that I need to watch. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you need to, but I am gonna recommend <laughs> it because it's something recent, uh, which is the new. It's a new Netflix movie called Nimona, and it's an animated film. It's like a kids movie. But when I watched it, I thought it was a kid's movie. The material in it is so drastic. It goes from what you would expect out of a children's movie to very like heavy emotional stuff. And I think the the emotional stuff is really well done. And I think it's it's worth a watch. It's a it's a really interesting story, a little weird, a little silly, but overall a good time. So Tommy texted me about like five hours ago with the same recommendation as you <laughs> saying almost the exactly the same thing. So he's going to be thrilled to hear you say this. Um, I will say my kids today, they saw it. They wanted to watch it. I was busy. So they were, I put it on the TV. They were watching it. I was like in and out of the room. I saw like bits and pieces of it. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe this would be something I should actually sit down and watch. So um, it's been on in my house, if that counts. <laughs> Not that I watched it. Listen, two yeah. people have now recommended it to you. I feel yeah. like I feel like it's a sign. Yep, yep. So, um, and, and then again, like I was gonna recommend The Bear, which season two just dropped. I don't know if you watched that, but a million people have recommended that to me. So I've I've been catching up on The Bear. So th there's my second recommendation. But. Um, CJ, thank you so much for doing this. This was such a blast. Um, I, I hope we can do it again sometime. But for now, I want to give you the chance to tell people where they can find you online and everything else you're up to. Thank you for having me. Um, you can find me on TikTok talking about Marvel and other television and me media projects at Siege, C-E-E-J, The City, not The City, The Series. I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind right now. Um, and I actually, am I, can I, can I tease that I'm making a podcast? Whoa. Is that a thing I can do? You can do that. Absolutely. I have about seven episodes. Me and my boyfriend made a person of interest podcast. We haven't started releasing them yet because we wanted to film them and then kind of have that set up to go, but that will be coming in the near future. So if you follow me on TikTok, you'll see when that happens, I'll talk about it on there. That's awesome. Good. Well, that, I'm, I'm very excited uh, for that. So I will say, though, on your TikTok, I like went and looked and I was like, OK, let's see what CJ is up to on TikTok. You have a like a million like your most recent one, I think, is like has like a million views. It's about the Barbie trailer. Yeah, it's <laughs> well just done. it's just about uh, there's like a shot of four <laughs> girls at a table and Twitter was like, it's the brats. And I had to be like, guys, it's not the brats. <laughs> if you think it's the my scene dolls, that is it. It's not the brats because Barbie and brats are two different companies. They wouldn't do that. That's copyright infringement. Barbie literally sued brats <laughs> for copyright. For Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> Okay, last last thing I have to touch on, and we'll we'll close out. So you're excited for the Barbie movie? Very much so. Yeah. Are you gonna do the double feature and see Oppenheimer too? I would like to see Oppenheimer. Am I gonna see it in theaters? Mm. Probably not. So I have secured my tickets today. I'm seeing uh, on the 20th. I'm seeing Oppenheimer at five, and then after I'll be seeing Barbie at nine. So I am doing the double feature, and uh, I don't know. We might we might have some Star Wars coverage on that. We'll see. 
but I feel like that's the way to do it though. Mm. Like the the Oppenheimer first, you end on the high note with the upbeat Barbie. Yeah. Cause I feel like yeah. a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you go see Barbie first because it's bright and light out. And then when it's nighttime, oh, it's time for the dark, dare I say, gritty film. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna like go home depressed. Like I don't I don't need to end my night on Oppenheimer for sure. Um, all right, I will close this out here. I'd like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, preferably five stars. Also, please subscribe because we're going to be here every single week with Secret Invasion recaps. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Star Wars Pod. And we also have a Discord community going on. So if that's something you're interested in, you can hit us up and we will get you in there. But that is all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye.